GM VM. Good morning, Vagabond Magazine, Vagabond Media, friends, friends, and friends. <laughs> Riona Morgan is here with me. I'm CD Domicio, uh, your host today, uh, along with me co-hosting uh, Riona Morgan, uh, Cryptoversal Books. We've got our friends, Odd Writings, T. Dylan Daniel. Saw Page down in the audience for a second. Um, and Riona, how are you today? I am doing great. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. So hello, everyone. I'm Rihanna Morgan. I am Editor-in-Chief at Vagabond Magazine and so many other amazing things in the space. And I'm excited to be here with all of you to talk about the digital lifestyle. Ooh, I love it. We're going to talk about the digital lifestyle today. Hey, Cryptoversal Books, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, CD. The digital lifestyle, that sounds great. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Super cool. And uh, we've sent an invite to Odd Writings. We're going to send one to D. Dylan Daniel right now. Uh, I don't know if we should send one to Page Dow or not. Maybe maybe we should send one. Is Page Dow different than T. Dylan Daniel today? I'm wondering. Page Dow is actually me today. So <laughs> maybe don't. It'll stress me out if you send another invite. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll we'll leave it as it is. Like I uh, I know it's always a stress out. I bring up myself so that people can see that I'm on the stage, but I speak through the VM uh, when you're not speaking through it. So odd writings, we got you up on the stage. How are you today, my friend? I'm doing fine. I, I just got back. Oh well, not just got back from the meeting because I guess it was an hour ago. But I saw the uh, the uh, the Twitter space on uh, on uh, secret uh, the secret thing. <laughs> secret network uh with page Dow, which was very interesting uh and i'll let other people speak about that uh eventually super cool can't wait to hear about it uh i am gonna bring er donaldson a managing editor for vagabond magazine bring him up on the stage as well we've got our friend authored style here and for those of you just joining us we're gonna be talking about the digital lifestyle and some other stuff today but that's uh that's what you can start thinking about if you want to if you want to ruminate a little bit. Um, so, Riona, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to you and say, what to you is the digital lifestyle? What does that mean? Oh, gosh. So to me, I really feel like the digital lifestyle is um, I think someone can qualify as living a digital lifestyle or having a digital lifestyle if they uh, are part of this new revolution that seems to be happening this new this new sort of futuristic looking forward to the future and building things or being part of things organizations platforms that really draw on the strengths of community that really draw on the strengths of building the world that we're all hoping to see where we're not saddled with all the gatekeeping and the the corporate drain and where where it almost it feels like it's so much more free and open here in the digital land that that we are all in currently than it is um to be elsewhere i have no idea if that makes sense <laughs> at all but that's that's really what I'm, I'm feeling like the digital lifestyle is, is about, is, is 
finding a way to build a world where you feel more free to be who you are than not. As always, beautifully said. That, that totally made sense. I love that. Uh, Cryptoversal Books, do you have thoughts on what the digital lifestyle might be or something like that? I, I would say like, like a lot of things, it's whatever we make it. And being in this community, making it together is um, going to be, make it even better than, than what any one of us could imagine it going to be. True, true. Uh, hey, Easy and Crypto just joined us. And we've got Indefatigable, who I saw your request. I thought I approved it. But um, we'll get you up here as well. Um, T. Dillon Daniel, Digital Lifestyle. Thoughts on that, my friend? Sure. Um, well, I don't know. Um, the analog world is kind of old school. <laughs> um, you know, it's real life. Uh, we've been living digitally for, I would say, about the amount of time that I've been alive. You know, we've had the internet, we've had uh, online publications, we've had, um, you know, newspapers going out of business, we've had um, upheaval in the scientific uh, journal world, and, you know, kind of like all this crazy stuff. Um, so, so I feel like we've been real digital for a long time, but what's changing is that, um, well... I don't know. There's a new word uh, that has popped up today that I'm still kind of processing, and it's techno-authoritarianism. There was an article in The Atlantic uh, that went out, and, you know, basically they're calling out Zuck and, you know, kind of like all the Web2, uh, you know, tech magnates for uh, doing, you know, the problematic things that they have done over the past few decades. So, so I think that there is definitely... Um, you know, so sort of a resurgence of what I guess you might call uh, techno-individualism. And I am very, very excited about that um, because I think that that will add value to everyone's digital lifestyle that we're already living. Dude, you brought so much to table with that. Oh, my God. And Indy, I want you to know, I keep I keep uh, approving, but you're having some problems, I think, on your end. Um, I'm going to approve again, and hopefully this time it will work. We'll get you up here. E.R. Donaldson, do you have uh, thoughts on the digital lifestyle, what that might entail? I did, but I don't know how I'm going to follow techno-authoritarianism. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I, I think it's kind of hard to not live a at least somewhat digital lifestyle, right? Because you, you look at our, our society, and it's like, I just think about, for me, it's doing business online, socializing online, you know, not just for, you know, uh, you know, for fun, but it's becoming increasingly more obligatory in corporate spaces to have some kind of online business, you know, professional presence. Um, I never really thought I'd see that. I mean, it's, uh, I remember, you know, signing up for LinkedIn and I've been on it before, but I'm surprised at how much corporate climbing occurs on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, obviously like, you know, being a web three enthusiast, you know, collecting online and, and some of the experiences, associated with that come to mind, you know, but then, you know, just where you place. So it's everything from, you know, how you conduct your business to, to where you work, to how you play and spend your free time, all have digital components, you know, and I, I see things, uh, 
especially with applications like augmented reality and um, continue and continual um, interface with uh, businesses for commerce, you're going to just keep going deeper in the rabbit hole. So I, I kind of look at the digital lifestyle as a vortex and it it's really a question of how deep into the vortex have you been sucked in? Whoa. Yeah, man. Um, I feel like I've been completely uh, consumed by the vortex. Like I, I am part of the vortex now. Odd writings. What are your thoughts on this? I know you always have a good take. Well, <laughs> I think, well, when I think uh, digital lifestyle, I think the term is too broad because I, when I, when I hear that, I think it includes, anything digital so anything computational so you could you could you could make it equivalent to the internet of things where anything everything is connected in ways that they weren't connected before so you got you know the, the typical smart fridge example where oh the, the fridge you know it, it orders things when you run out of food and all this kind of stuff um, uh, but i think it's 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 web 3 itself is sort of more specific to something that uses a wallet and uses commerce in a way that it didn't before. So when I think of the digital lifestyle, I like to think of it in terms of Web3, because that's the stuff that I like. I like being able to do things in a way such that it has multiple uses. Uh, I don't like all the digital stuff because I don't like cell phones, for example. I've, been, I've, I've, I've tried to avoid using a cell phone as, 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 as long as I can. Uh, so uh, to me, it's, it's a digital lifestyle. It just sounds, it sounds, uh, it sounds like a renaming of Internet of Things to me. I would prefer like a more specific name, uh, a specific phrase more along Web3 lines. Uh, so I think it's a, it's a terminological uh, thoughts for me. Hey, that's valid, man. Um, Indy, we keep trying, but it's not going to work. So um, we'll maybe try again later if you get a better connection or maybe that's what's the case. Now, I'm going to chime in on my thoughts on the digital lifestyle because so I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. You know, I started out like buying textbooks and then I would, I would mail them to like other people and sell them. And then I opened a, a small, like, you know, used bookstore and then Craigslist came along and I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. I'm going to use. And I started using Craigslist for everything. This was in the, I think in the nineties and early two thousands in the aughts. And I was using Craigslist for everything. I basically was selling so many used books on Craigslist. I had this inventory of like thousands of used books in my studio apartment. And I was just like putting, putting like lists of the books that I had everywhere on every city's Craigslist. And I was doing pretty well with it. And then suddenly people started flagging me like, you don't live in this city. And I was like, no, but I'm selling books to people in that city. They didn't like it. Um, so that was my sort of introduction to the digital lifestyle. And then along came MySpace and Friendster. I don't know if you guys remember that. I actually met uh, one of my very serious, like a girl who I absolutely loved. And we had a, a wonderful couple years together uh, through Friendster. And that was my first digital relationship. You know, it became a real world relationship, of course. So that was part of the digital lifestyle. And then I got involved in this couch surfing thing and couch surfing. I've talked about this before, but couch surfing, it couldn't have worked without digital. I mean, you could have maybe done it, but the way that couch surfing worked was you would get on this website and you would look at the city that you were going to and you would find people in that city and say, hey, can we hang out or can I sleep on your couch? You know, and when you come to your my city, you know, of course, I'll reciprocate. And that 
was amazing. I mean, in 2008, I left the United States. I went to Spain and Europe. I traveled all over the world. I lived in, ended up living in Morocco, met my, met my future wife, who is now my ex-wife, but uh, through couch surfing. And yeah, so that was really living the digital lifestyle. And at the same time, I was building businesses online. I was doing web development. I started doing reputation management for hotels, which was a new thing at that point hotels and restaurants and things like that. And the digital lifestyle really was awesome in the, in the two thousands, probably all the way up until the serious social networks became involved. And then they sort of started sucking all of that energy away from the digital lifestyle and putting it more into, you know, their walled gardens, um, which I guess is a digital lifestyle too. Like I was very anti Instagram, and when it came, I loved Facebook. I loved Google Plus the most, actually, which you might laugh at. But um, but yeah, for me, that's the digital lifestyle is using using the Internet and the electronic connected world that we live in to find friends, to find lovers, to make business, to um, to find activities to do. Like I use meetup.com for things to do all the time. So for me, that's more the digital lifestyle. And then Web3 is just another layer of that tapped on top. And I just want to say, if it weren't for the digital lifestyle and the, the Web3 aspect of it, I wouldn't know any of you beautiful people. And I'm so happy to be a part of this community and to be with you. So that's my take on it. Um, Indy, I wish we could get you up here so we could hear your take. And Authored Style, I send an invite to you too. Pookie Baby, if you want to chime in on the uh, digital lifestyle, what it means to you, we'd love to have you here for that. But I'm going to stop talking for a second and let you guys you know, say what you want. Just open up your mic and go. Well, I want to send a shout out to Easy and Crypto for joining us here today. Um, he said he was going to be here, and here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Easy! Hey, hey. nice to be here. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. And uh, one of the things this year that I want to do is get way back into uh, more of the paged out activities and even fire up, I'm hoping to fire up a Pass the Pen um, I'm going to actually reach out to somebody who I have a, uh, a previous um, possible uh, past the pen interest in, and it could be a really good one. So uh, hoping to bring that back this year. And uh, I mean, digital lifestyle. Wow. We've been uh, we've been doing it for a little while now, and it's starting to feel like, you know, the, the real thing. So it's like we're we're merging, evolving and um, one of the amazing things about it is the reach that we get with it. Um, to be able to connect with people globally uh, in any, you know, any part far and wide from like Venezuela to, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I've uh, like had anybody from Antarctica, like on a show or something, but one day, one day. So, you know, being able to just connect with anybody anywhere is one of the great things about this digital lifestyle. Straight up. Well, speaking of that, man, um, dude, uh, pass the pin. We have some real quality content, um, and I recently had a guest in Lubbock, Texas, um, and you guys aren't going to believe who this was. Um, Mr. Eric Stowe himself, uh, one of my oldest friends in the world, came out and uh, and got the apartment tour, and uh, you know we we hung out for a couple of hours and had a great time, and and really, um, I, I talked to Mr. Stowe. And he is super interested in, uh, you know, publish it all, he says. Um, he, he, he wants to get that old content out there where people can enjoy it and people can love it. 
Um, and really, I mean, it's great stuff. Like, I, I just, I can't believe how good he did. And, you know, uh, I'm so excited about, you know, all of the wonderful things that are happening in the, in the bull market and, and what we're going to be able to do um, for riders and as riders and with riders, you know, um, just, just in this Web3 space, in this digital space, um, it feels like a revolution to me. Um, I'm just, I'm over the moon, folks. <laughs> um, it, it just, what a day. Oh, uh, yeah. Loving it, loving it. Yeah, there is, there's great content that we've created with a handful of communities through Past the Pen. Some of it kind of got finished up, but there's quite a bit that still still needs polishing. So yeah, even diving back into that stuff uh, would be a, a, a great uh, a great use of time and uh, continuing to, to bring the creativity together with different communities and, and tying them in. I mean, from, you know, I think the um, uh, ultra... Uh, pizza thrash or die what was it oh, yeah man. i mean that just has so much yeah that that the electro yeah that there's so much potential there like it's it's just so amazing so well, uh, i just love it i'm, I'm excited right? like you're still uh yeah doing games and stuff so 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 there could be oh, an yeah. actual game to go with one of these passive pin stories you know i mean wouldn't that be insane it would like Dude, it would be so crazy to be able to develop some kind of adventure for like Ultra Pizza Thrash or Die where you go in with your buddies and like, you know, have to complete this mission that, that is the story or something. I mean, you know, that's possible. That Who knows? It's crazy. An example of the reach that CD mentioned uh, here in the digital space, folks. Hey, and I want to say we finally did get into Fatigable up on the stage. Hey, we still want to hear from you about what the digital lifestyle means to you. Uh, hopefully you can hear me. I'm hoping that's the case. Loud and clear. Oh, my God. Yeah, when it, when, yeah, digital lifestyle is worrying if your audio is working or <laughs> your technical still. It's, um, I don't know. I feel like I've been – I. I wax nostalgic with all of you going back to like BBS days and like early web. And like, um, I just remember I grew up as like this poor kid in Queens and like South Jamaica, but like in my mom's basement, I had the whole world. So like between the library and my computers, cause there were many, I scrounged together from multiple parts between like the library and the PCs, I had access to the whole world. And I also felt like um, there was a sort of self-determination, like I could create my future just by learning. There, there were, the opportunities were limitless. And, and I, I remember, I remember wanting to spread that knowledge um, as much as I could. So I remember teaching a class in, in the school my mom taught in with like 10th graders on like how to write your first program anyway it was just like really i was really uh i don't know inspired by sharing the knowledge and i think that's kind of part of what drives us to this day it's like it's no fun to hoard resources to hoard knowledge to hoard uh access it's really so much better and we're seeing it in web3 uh the walls are coming down between blockchains between platforms and we're going to have a nice mushy mix of everyone everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's, that's super explanation. It's more autobiographical, but. Hey, it's valid. 
and I love it, man. Um, you know, we connect on that level. I mean, I was a poor kid on the West Coast living in the satellite trailer, putting together my computer from like, you know, pieces I scrounged out of the garbage too. So you took it further than I did on the computer end of things, but that's, that's, we can all relate to that. Like, I don't think any of us, maybe, maybe some of us come from real privileged backgrounds, but there's nothing wrong with that either. But we can all relate with the struggle of life and with finding our way into the digital world for sure. And that's, that's what draws us all here. That's why we all have stories to share. Oh, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. Like I'm the poor kid here in the middle, uh, here in Texas, you know, and, uh, my dad bought me my first computer when I was four years old, believe it or not. I, I was playing a video game that was text-based in fucking 1989. <laughs> yeah, I had a, uh, that, that brings back memories of my Timex Sinclair ZX81, which was the, my first computer. It was actually my dad's computer, um, but he, he kind of got tired of it. And, and I was always looking over his shoulder, um, and uh, that's where I taught myself basic and uh and uh man that thing it's so old i don't know if you guys are familiar with it but it has a it doesn't even have a real keyboard it has a membrane keyboard and so you would you would hold down you push down one like the shift little which key quote unquote key and then you press the p and uh and it would say print all at once right uh, you could it's like everything was just it was so so different it had 1k and I expanded it to 16K, which was like, ooh, it's a lot of memory, you know. Um, but yeah, lo- memories of uh, memories of my childhood. Uh, that that was my introduction. But really, what got me interested, I think, in the digital lifestyle, believe it or not, was just uh, the, the watching uh, Battlestar Galactica on TV and seeing how the computer screens always had stuff scrolling up to the top. I always thought that was the coolest thing, and that's what got me into computers. Hey, I'm going to jump in here. That is awesome, George, and I, I love hearing these. Uh, but we got authored style up on the stage, too, and we want to hear about your thoughts about digital lifestyle or whatever, man. But just nice to hear from you, so go ahead. Hey, yeah, I think it's just the same what everybody's talking about. Uh, for me, it's, you know, as a kid, um, I, was, I lived up north. You know, my grandmother and all my family members lived down south, so I see them once in a while or maybe a couple of years. But now my son... And my nephew, like they talk every day, FaceTiming and gaming. Um, my mom and my son, they talk FaceTime, they play games together. So it's all about communication for me, just being able to connect. And even in those in this space, um, I've seen somebody from Chicago teach somebody in Indiana how to code. I've seen, you know, I've dealt with people in Nigeria with projects and, you know, I'm sending them crypto for the payments and all that stuff. So I just think it's awesome how we can connect that way. You nailed it, man. It really is. It's about the communication and being able to connect on a more than surface level. You know, I mean, I do I do wax, you know, nostalgic for the days of letter writing and also for, you know, when newspapers were where people got their news and where magazines were like a big deal. I, I miss all that stuff. And, but I don't think that it's coming back. But what we've got is pretty awesome. And sometimes sometimes when I go nostalgic, I also forget to be grateful for the the many, many opportunities that are in front of us. Like what you just pointed out, authored style is so, so true. My daughter too. She's like, you know, communicating with her cousins who are thousands of miles away on a regular basis. And that's pretty amazing. All right. So we're going to do some quick fire here. You guys, everybody's up on the stage. Here's what I'm going to do. 
Okay. I'm going to ask you a question and I just, everybody just, just be polite to each other. Open your mic, but here's the question. What is your favorite web three community that isn't Vagabond magazine or page Dow? So go ahead. Rare pizzas. Token smart. The seven love stories. Oh, not at university. I would say the verse first. My Tezos art people. Is that everybody? I don't think I hear, heard uh, E.R. Donaldson. <laughs> you took my two favorites, so I'm, I'm being quiet. <laughs> okay. So I'll go ahead and say mine is on Chain Monkeys. I just love that community. Um, okay, next question, you guys. If you had to work with one community that wasn't Page Dow, wasn't Vagabond Magazine, what community would you work with? Go. Cyber Brokers. Metaverse Builders. Raid Guild. Or, ooh, Metagame. Ooh, I was going to say Cyber Brokers. I'm, I'm in E.R. Donaldson. E.R. Donaldson just split. He was like, nope, I'm not playing this game. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I was going to say Cyber Brokers because uh, I got on their website the other day and they are doing amazing things right now. But since you said that, I'll say Restless, R-S-T-L-S-S. I really like what they're doing in terms of streetwear and fashion and style and art and building community. So go with that one. All right. Anybody else have a question you want to throw out for the quick fire? Favorite books. Mysterious Island by Jules Fern. The Hut. Invisible Man. Dahlgren by Samuel Delaney. I'm not going to answer. That's an impossible question. <laughs> it really is. It really is a hard question. <laughs> uh, Withering Heights will be my favorite today. All right. I, I think that was maybe everybody. I'm, I'm going to go with The Birth of Tragedy by uh, Friedrich Nietzsche. Oh my God. Dylan, Dylan, you went so high on the level there. Oh, my God. Um War and peace. Well, it was a classic because it pissed off the entire intellectual establishment of the Western world at the time it was released. You know, I mean, this guy was like a, a, a chair of philosophy, uh, philology at like Basel, you know, and he like lost his job. They like kicked him out because he wrote this book. There is nothing cooler than hanging out with philosophers. The, the first time we saw Dylan, I saw Dylan, he was doing a YouTube series of reading from philosophy books and posting it on scent <laughs> and i was like i need to know this guy <laughs> okay last one before we close out vmgm last quick fire question what is your favorite blockchain secret network secret network
Going with the old granddaddy Bitcoin. Ooh, granddaddy. I got to go with secret. They just gave us money, so yeah. I'm going with secret. I'm going to I'm going to say Ethereum simply because they do oh, I'm very impressed with the research overall. Somebody had to say Ethereum. Thank you for being that guy. I'm going to say Digibyte because I still love Digibyte. My Digibyte holdings are worth next to nothing, but I just love the idea of Digibyte. So I'm sticking with it. I just want to say this is way too exciting. I have a grin on and I can't get it off and it hurts a little bit. <laughs> okay, we're going to stick with the quick fire. So if you want more quick, quick fire, come back next week for VMGM. That's the first half of our show here on X. But for now, this concludes VMGM. Thank you for coming.